come on, give our amazing God some amazing praise. I said, give our amazing God some amazing praise. Oh, my goodness. You all help me celebrate Kyla. Y'all help me celebrate Kyla. Oh, my gosh. I tell you. It does something to my heart when I see our babies that have grown up here at the well and see the, and seeing God use them and they want to be used by God. Oh my goodness. Come on, give it up for them one more time. My worship team, my musicians. My, my, my. What an amazing God we serve. Grab those Bibles and stand with me on this last Sunday of 2023. Oh, man, we've made it by the grace and mercy of God, y'all. My goodness. And there's no other time that you should act the fool in church. That's the last Sunday of the year and the first Sunday of the year. You got to make up your mind and say, if I don't act the fool no other time, I'm clowning that Sunday to see one year in and to be able to enter into another year. Saints, don't you realize there were some that did not make it to December 31st. But by the grace and mercy and kindness of God, here we are. <laughs> looking how we looking. Oh, my. Psalms 124. Psalms 124. And I'm going to read from the New King James Version of the Bible. Psalms 124. Now, try not to cut up when I read it. Just... Keep yourself. My brother, I, I like you. You be ready. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Psalms 124 from New King James Version of the Bible. David says, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side when man rose up against us, then they will have swallowed us alive when their wrath was kindled against us. When the water would have overwhelmed us, the stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our souls. Blessed be the Lord who had not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fathers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you now for your word. We thank you, Father, for being so amazing for 365 days not that every day has been sunny and shiny God but you gave us the grace to be able to make it through the tough days God when it was raining God you are our umbrella you are our covering oh God when it was flooding oh God you gave us the right boots to wear that we keep trucking through the flood thank you father for protecting us for 365 days. Thank you, Father, for providing for us 365 days. Thank you, Father, for healing us and keeping us and sustaining us, oh God, 
forbid our joy, oh God, in the midst of sorrow, Father. God, forbid our rock, Lord God. For 365 days, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. And we lift you up. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And all of God's people said, before you take your seat, hug your neighbor, fist bump your neighbor, say something to him, say something to him, say something to him. On this last Sunday of 2023. In 1991, Michael Jackson wrote a song entitled Remember the time. It was a song that Michael Jackson wrote that kind of told the story of when he first fell in love. Songwriter said, do you remember when we fell in love? We were young and innocent then. Do you remember how it all began? It just seemed like heaven, so why did it end? Do you remember the time when we fell in love? Do you remember the time when we first met? Do you remember how we used to talk? You know, we sit on the phone at night till dawn. Do you remember all these things we said? Like, I love you so, I'll never let you go. Michael Jackson wanted to make sure that whomever he had felt in love with, he did not want them to disregard in their memory the first essence of their love. He did not want them to move on in life and forget about what that feeling felt like when they first fell in love. You all know what it's like. You had, you had butterflies in your stomach. I mean, the very, the very scent of them, the very look of them just made you just curl up and just start laughing for no reason at all. You remember the first time that you said, I love you. You remember your first day. You remember all of those times together. And Michael wanted to make sure, once again, that they did not forget. It's similar to what our, it's similar to what our psalmist here, David, that writes the Psalms of Ascent, does with the children of Israel, with the people here. He, this is a song of ascent, which is a group of psalms that, that are sung as the Jews travel uphill to Jerusalem for the annual festivals. So as they're making their way up the hill of Jerusalem for the annual festivals to be able to celebrate and to have a good time, David makes sure that it stays on their mind for them to be able to remember the goodness of God and all that God had did for them up until that time. And as they're on the uphill battle going up to Jerusalem for the festivals, he wanted them to be able to remember about his provision. He wanted them to be able to remember about his protection. He wanted them to remember about all the amazing things that God had did in their lives up until that point. And I like the way the psalmist writes it. He starts off in verse 1 saying, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, let all Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. David said, listen, it's not just enough for me to be able to say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, because David recognized the fact that it's not, that, not just that God had been on our side, but God 
has been on all of our sides. So as the leader, he pushes the people, he challenges the people that it's not just good enough for me to declare that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, all of us needs to say in concert and turn this thing into a testimony service and say, if it had not been for the Lord on our side. That's why saints of God, week after week, we stand before you and we push you because it's not just enough for the praise team to sing about the goodness of God. It's not just enough for me to be able to talk to you about the goodness of God. I don't want to be stingy and selfish and just take it for myself, but it's better if we all come together and declare that God has been good, that God has been kind, that God has made a way, that God has healed, that God has delivered, that God has set free. So he says, so that of all Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? Let all of Hopewell say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, let all of social media and YouTube say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I like what my good friend and brother Pastor Marvin Williams says, he says, I believe remembering was and is a big deal to God because he knows his people tend to forget. I have to echo what Pastor Williams says because I believe it is a big deal to God. It was a big deal to God. If you go back and you search the Old Testament, God was always telling Israel, please don't forget. Don't forget to share the word of God with your children. Don't forget to praise me. Don't forget to magnify me because he realized that people, even though well-intended, will forget. But I believe that I got some folks in here today, in person and online, that said, Pastor, you ain't got to worry about me because I can take you back to day one of 2023 and thank God from day one all the way to the 365th day of the year because I know for myself what God has done. But the question I want to raise this morning is how can we forget what God has done? How can we go through daily life, Dr. Kimbrew, and forget the minute by minute, second by second, hour by hour, daily blessings and miracles that God has bestowed upon us? How could we journey through a whole entire day and fail to tell God, thank you. How could we fail? How could we go through an entire week, an entire month, and never pause to tell God, thank you. I believe that God has to constantly remind us to be able to remember what he has done for us, Brother Trotter, because we have been so consumed by the stuff that he has blessed us with, and we have more reverence for the blessing than we do the blesser. And we get so caught up in what we have and we enjoy and we should, please.
please don't hear what I'm not saying. We should enjoy the blessings of God and all that God has allowed us to be able to see and to experience. But the blessings of God should never get in our way and it blocks us from acknowledging the one that's been working behind the scenes to allow us to have what we have. Oh God. Okay, okay. I know you have the job that you had. It pays well, but it was God that was working behind the scenes that gave you favor when you were not qualified to have you in that place, okay? Maybe that's not you. I know that you look good right now, but through this year, you've had some sicknesses and some illnesses in your body, and it has been God that has, you know for yourself, mother, it has been God that has sustained you through it all. I know your bank account looks real good right now, but there have been moments where you did not have two dimes to rub together, and some way, somehow, Tupac was right. God helped you to make $2 out of 15 cents, and you have no idea how it happened. I can tell you how you got the job. I can tell you how you've made it. I can tell you how you've been healed. I can tell you who's been a provider. If it had not been for God that was on my side, where would I be? Let all of Hopewell say, if it had not been for God on our side, How can I go through a day, a week, a month, and fail to thank God and forget all of his benefits? Here it is. The psalm that shares with us real quick. We're going to be out of here fast today. First thing the psalm that's helps us to be able to see is that we got to remember his divine intervention. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't forget about his divine intervention. Look at verse 2 through 7. It says, what if the Lord, what if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when man rose up against us, when they had swallowed us alive, when their wrath was kindled against us, when the waters would have overwhelmed us, when the stream would have gone over our souls, then the swollen waters would have gone over our souls. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as teeth, pray to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fathers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. I love it because what the psalmist David does, he causes them to reflect and just step back for a moment and to remember a time in their life when they had seen God's interaction through his authority, his power, and his sovereignty. Let me say it again. There was a moment that the psalmist David has to help Israel to be able to recall and to reflect when they had experienced the divine intervention of God. Pastor Swims, what is the divine intervention of God? The divine intervention of God is God's intervention through his authority, his power, and his sovereignty. Oh, God, help me this morning. God's interaction through his authority, his power, and his sovereignty. So what the psalmist does he recalls their mind back to when they were in captivity over in Exodus chapter 14 
when God had used a stuttering man by the name of Moses and said, hey, I want you to go and stand before Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And he said, Moses said, how in the world are you going to use me, a stuttering Stanley, to stand before Pharaoh and say, let my people go. There's no way that you can be able to use me. God told him, there's no way you get out of this assignment. I will, have, I will use your brother Aaron to speak on your behalf, but you're not going to get out of what I have called for you to do. The psalmist David takes them back to the time that God has said, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart one more time, and he's going to chase you all. But if you look at Exodus chapter 14, verse 4, the latter part of verse 4, he says, I have planned this in order to display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole army. Y'all miss y'all shout right there. He said, I have planned this in order to display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole army. I'm going to say it again. I have planned this in order to display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole entire army. Moses is there with the children of Israel and they're getting ready to run from Pharaoh's army and they're on their tails. They're on the back of them and Moses begins to cry out to God for help and God tells Moses, what are you crying to me for? Use what's in your hand. I've already given you the power. I've I've already given you the authority and since I've given you the power and the authority I'm going to match that by divinely intervening so that everybody can be able to see my authority my power and my sovereignty in the midst of your situation let me go back and say it again he says what are you crying out to me for use what's already in your hand but to match what you've already put on display I'm going to use this scenario to display and interact through my authority, my power, and my sovereignty. Why? Because I have planned this in order to display my glory through your life. Somebody can be able to talk with Pastor. I hear what you're saying this morning because in these 365 days, there have been some moments where I felt like I was on the run. There's been some moments where I felt like the enemy was on my track. There's been some moments where things have not gone my way and I've questioned and trying to figure out why am I experiencing all of this. And here it is, day 365. God answers your question from Exodus chapter 14, verse 4. I have planned all of this. So that my glory could be displayed through every trial, through every tribulation, through every pain, through every insult, through every attack. I have planned this from the very beginning so that my glory could be revealed. He tells them in verse 13, Moses tells the people, I like this because you got to read it. I got to hurry up and get through this. I like this part because God, Moses cries out to God. God tells Moses, why are you crying? Use what's in your hand. Then in verse 13, Moses comes and encourages the people. Yeah, I missed it. Let me say it again. Moses cries out to God, elder. What am I going to do? What is it, how are we going to make it through? Crying out to God. God says, don't cry out to me. What's in your hand? And then Moses comes, a few verses later, Brother Moses, and he encourages the people. Uh -huh. Y'all still missed it. Yeah. Moses cries out to God. Yeah. 
God says, hey, what are you crying to me for? Use what's already in your hand. And then Moses goes and encourages the people. Sometimes you can't encourage the people until God encourages you. Because when, once God gives you his peace that surpasses all human understanding, then you can say in verse 13, but Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay come. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning but you're already panicking and the new year has not even started yet but turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor here's your word for 2024 just stay calm. I don't care what may happen I don't care what may be said I don't care what they may post I don't care what how they may act just stay calm look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor just stay calm don't be afraid, just stand still and watch the Lord divinely intercede and watch the power of God be displayed and watch the authority of God be displayed and watch the sovereignty of God be displayed. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. David takes him back and he says remember when you were running from Pharaoh's army and the water was coming and the water rose up on both sides and you're still running from Pharaoh's army and they almost got you and God tells Moses, take your staff. He puts the staff down. And when he puts the staff down, the Red Sea parts in enough time for all of Israel. Oh, God. I'm talking about generations for all of Israel to be able to get over. And as soon as everybody got over, they turned around and the water came down and it drowned all of Pharaoh's army. He says, I don't want you to forget the times when you had nobody else. I don't want you to forget when I have miraculously shown up on your behalf and displayed my power and displayed my authority and displayed my sovereignty. I can't allow you to forget. So he tells them once again, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, let all of Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would we be? Has God divinely intervened for anybody in 2023? Okay, let me put it in, in, in modern day language. Has God fought for anybody in 2023? Has God thrown his weight around, his weight around for you? in 2023. Let me help us because somebody's saying, thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody's saying, well, Pastor, no, 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 no. 
I ain't experienced the divine intervention of God. And some of us are saying that we have not experienced the divine intervention of God when we really have. But we've been so traumatized by the acts and the experience of life that it has blinded us to the divine intervention of God. Pastor, what is what is the divine intervention of God? You thought you got the job because you knew somebody. It's not because you knew somebody. The reason why you got the job is because God, who is the CEO of all of the world, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein, that he was working behind the scenes and orchestrating and turning hearts and moving hearts and putting hearts here and putting hearts there. And he put you on somebody's mind and they wanted to say no, but because he turned the dial the right way, they had to say yes. That's the divine intervention of God. When God displays, when God intervenes, when God interacts, when God gets involved through his authority, his power, and his sovereignty. I like that last part, the sovereignty, that, that God has the liberty to be able to do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and there is no board or committee that he has to check in with. David encourages Israel, don't forget to remember when he divinely intervened. I like the way he so poetically writes verse 7. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Can you imagine? Use your sanctified imagination. That as they saw water rise up on both sides. And everybody got over. And they turned back. And they see the enemy floating in the water that was meant to take them out. Imagine, they're running for their lives, scared. Moses tells them to be calm because God calmed him now, but they're trying to figure out how in the world can I be calm when I see, uh, when I see a throne of, of, of an army coming after me and water close behind, how can I be calm? And I would have been panicking because I can't swim and my last name is Swims. And they get crossed. Don't make fun of me. I took lessons and everything. I want my, I want my money back for a refund. Still can't swim. They get over. And they look back. And the trap that the enemy has set for them became their trap. Why did Moses, why did David, excuse me, want them to remember that here it is? Because he wanted them to remember his past acts because it gives confidence in his continual help. David wanted Israel to be able to remember what God had did in the past. Because if I can recall and reflect about what God has done in the past. It builds
builds my confidence in God to believe that he will be able to have the same power, the same authority, and the same sovereignty to help me again in the future. Let me say that again. When I remember his past acts of his interaction through his divine authority and power and sovereignty, it gives me confidence to know that the same God that helped me before is the same God that's ready to help me again. The same God that came through before is the same God that has already gone before me in 2024 and will be the help and the aid that I need for trouble that I don't even know about yet. He tells him in verse 8, he says, I help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. If he had all power and authority to make the heavens and the earth, he is the same God that has the ability to offer me continual help when I need it. He calls them to remember about what he had did in the past to build their confidence for the future. But he's highlighting in verse 8, your help is not in people. Sucks, <laughs> oh, your help is not in the government. Your help, I love our mayor, is not in city officials. Our help is not in our national leader, but he says our help is in the name of the Lord. Imagine as they're ascending up the hill to Jerusalem, they're singing this as a song. They're happy. They're excited. Thank you, Everly. Because they're going to the festivals to be able to celebrate. And they've turned their praise into a song so now, whenever trouble comes, the song is going to come to their head is that our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And now, when future trouble, when future trouble comes, Mother Moore, now that song is going to come to the head. I know Helen Baylor sees it so good, but the song is going to come to the head. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? Now, when trouble comes for us, that awaits us in the new year and trials and tribulations that we know nothing about, our first act is not going to be the panic. Our first act is going to say, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side in 2023, who was on my side in 2022, I'm going to take it back. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side January the 11th, 1985 and 
I got a song. I got a song to sing. When trouble comes, I got I got a song to sing that's going to be a number one hit. <laughs> I got a song to sing that when the days are rainy and long and dry, I got a song to sing that when I sing it, it helps me to remember the past divine acts of God that have been performed in my If it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be? Y'all playing with me this morning. Don't you realize, y'all, that if it had not been for the Lord on our side, many of us, myself included, should be in Anna. If it had not been for the Lord that had been on our side, that kept our minds when the enemy came in like a flood with lies and deception, if it had not been for the Lord on your side, how would you have navigated through grief? If it had not been for the Lord on your side, how would you have made it through the divorce? If it had not been for the Lord through your side, how would you have overcome all the trauma that you experienced as a child? If it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would we be? We get happy off of the saving grace of Christ, which we should. But his grace does not just save, but his grace sustains. And for 300, and I'm going to see who I got in the house, and for 365 days, God's been my sustainer, y'all. <laughs> Woo, he's been my, he's been my, do I have a witness in the house? He's been my sustainer. Kept me grounded when they got rocky and crazy. Kept me together when I wanted to go off. He's been my sustainer. Oh, saints would say he's been a mind regulator. been a bridge over troubled waters. He's been a friend to the friendless. If it had not been for the Lord on our side. When so many churches folded during COVID, if it had not been for the Lord on Hopewell's side. <laughs> I could take off running on that one. When you're seeing on national news that churches are having to give buildings back to the bank, they're having to auction off the properties of the church on the inside because folks stop coming and stop giving. But here we are on the other side of COVID, thriving, still going, ain't missed a beat. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, 
I have, when we ask that question, when we say, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, immediately we should go into a praise. Immediately we should go into worship. Because he's the reason why we're here right now. He's the reason why we have what we have. He's the reason why we're still alive. He's the reason why you ain't lost your mind. <laughs> oh, he has not let you go off like you want to, like you really want to go off. He's been keeping the saints and the ain'ts from your wrath. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, we can't use benevolence for prison breakouts. But if it had not been for the Lord on our side, saints, really, where would we be? And because of that, we owe God worship. Because of that, we owe God praise. I'm saying it, but I'm waiting on you. I said, because of that, we owe God worship. Because of that, we owe God praise. God, if it had not been for the Lord on your side, making sure tuition is being paid for, making sure you have the books that you need, making sure that you can be able to study and not have to worry about work. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, giving you favor and access. Where? Where would we be? So because of that, we owe God worship. Because of that, we owe him praise. So just begin to open up your mouth and just speak well of him, y'all. Just open up your mouth. We owe it to him. We owe it to him. We owe it to, owe it to him. Oh, Pastor, what do I say? What, ha what has he been to you this year? What has he been to you all of your life? Think about the doors that he has opened, the ways that he has been made. He's been so good. Let's sing that. He's been so good. Ways, doors, opportunities, even doors. We mature enough to a place that we recognize when God has shut a door, it's been a blessing in disguise. He's been too good for us to be quiet. He's been too good for us to be passive. He's been too good for us to be silent. I know. Oh, well, Pastor, I can worship how I want to, but how can we worship him how we want to when he gives us detailed words in his word on how he on how he desires to be worshipped? Come on, lift those hands and worship. Lift those hands and worship. Lift those hands and worship. 